This is my favorite show or one of my favorite shows every year. The 2023 Sabres betting bonanza is on the way. Prop bets, award bets, first coach fired bets, over-unders. Find out how the Sabres fare in all of the betting odds at Bet Online. We will get into all of that as we approach the regular season, as well as number four through six in our Sabres money and power list. That's all coming up on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. You're locked on Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including our YouTube show and our YouTube channel. Be sure to like and subscribe us especially on YouTube, and we always appreciate a review wherever you may be listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you may be listening. A fun show planned for you today, Joe DiBiase at Lockdown Sabres, at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow us on Twitter. It's one of my favorite shows every year, the betting odds, the betting bonanza for the 2022-23 season. We've got awards bets, we've got prop bets on players and on the team, we've got to make the playoffs odds. First coach fired odds. Find out where Don Granado ranks in that regard. Um, and just a lot of a lot of good stuff over unders on the Sabres point total. Just oh, I, I can't I can't contain myself. There's so much to get through, and we'll do it all today on our betting bonanza edition of the Lockdown Sabres podcast. And stay tuned for later in the show. If you've been keeping track of our Sabres money and powerless, I've been ranking the 30 most impactful and influential individuals in the Sabres organization. We are almost at the top five. In fact, today we will enter into the top five, four, five, and six in our Sabres money and powerless is upcoming. No preseason game tonight on a Friday night for the Sabres. They will be in action, though, at home hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock and then next Tuesday hosting the Carolina Hurricanes only a couple of more preseason games to go, though. Three more. That's it. Two against the Penguins, one against Carolina, and it's on to the regular season Thursday, October 13th, hosting the Ottawa Senators. All right, so I'm ready to jump right in. We don't have any news to talk about on the Sabres front. No captain's been announced yet, unless, let me check Twitter, nothing. No Sabres captain's been announced yet. Nobody's been sent down to the minors yet or to juniors yet, tracking whether Matthew Savoy will start the season with the Sabres. Uh, none, nothing there. So let's jump right into it. It is our 22-23 betting bonanza for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, and we will start with the team. In fact, over-under point total. You can even talk about just specifically what the total is. And it's 77 and a half. That is not that high. And Sabre fans will be itching for that to be an over because imagine if they don't reach 77 and a half points. That was a 76 point total for the Sabres last year. That would be a regression or a plateau, to say the least, if they don't reach that mark. I do think they'll reach the hit the over. I think they're a good enough team. I think they will make enough steps. Now, I don't think they'll make a massive step forward because teams behind them, like Detroit and Ottawa, have made more moves to get better right away. So, I'll take the over on the Sabres over under 77.5 points, but I wouldn't pick them to go too much over, probably in the low to mid-80s. Now, 
what about expectations? What is the success? Because not hitting that over, I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't even know what it looks like. The kids plateaued. The, do we have, are we talking about the coach again? Are we talking about the GM again? They got to reach 77 points, and they really need to get even higher than that. Because, um, man, that would just be so deflating. But again, I understand why they are there. The Sabres do not have a good reputation around the league. I understand why the line is set there for the books because they're a young team. They have maybe been passed by two teams in their division. I mean, right now, it's you can make a very serious case that they are the seventh best team in a division of eight uh, and that they're only better than Montreal. Um, you can make a serious case. I would still debate that they are better than Detroit, but it's close, certainly close. Over under 77 half points. How about Sabres to make the playoffs? Plus 375 to make the postseason. Minus 550 to miss the playoffs. I like the playoff bet here to make the playoffs. I don't like doing minus bets. Um, just you don't make enough money. You bet 10 bucks on minus 550. And what are you making? You're making two bucks? Not even? One dollar? Not good. I'm not betting on them to miss the playoffs. I would make the bet to make the playoffs with the odds. I kind of do like the odds, but my guess is they will not make the playoffs this season. And I think it's a pretty safe assumption. Would love for one of these years for them to surprise us all, and that's how it will happen. The first time they make the playoffs, it will surprise everybody. Most likely, that's how that happens. Uh, and maybe that'll be this year. But as of now, I don't think the roster is well-developed enough and is not... You know, they're, uh, they're a whiskey barrel that's only one year in. We got five, six more years to go. That is not a great comparison analogy maybe to use for this because I don't think this is going to take five or six years. Um, I think maybe one more. I would predict they make the playoffs next season, but not this season. Tage Thompson, over under 30 and a half goals for this season. That is at plus 6,600. Oh, excuse me. I just combined two bets. Hold on a second. Tage Thompson over 30 and a half goals. I'll take the over. That is allowing for there to be some regression on a, a crazy high shooting percentage. And because Thompson's playing a position he's never played before, there is reason to believe he might just maintain at that shooting percentage, which would be almost 40 goals. If he regresses, even by a good chunk, still talking low 30s, I think there's a lot of room for him to come down and still hit that over. I do believe Tage Thompson will be in the 30s this year for his goal total. I'll take the over on Tage Thompson over under goals at Bet Online. At Bet Online, that number I just accidentally spit out, plus 6,600, is Thompson to win the Rocket Richard as the league's leading goal scorer. Now, plus 6,600, that might sound like he's way down the list, but he is not. He is the same odds as Jack Eichel to win the Rocket Richard Trophy. Imagine if I told you that two years ago, that Tage Tops is going to have the same odds to win the Rocket as Jack Eichel will. You would be blown away, and you'd be more blown away if you knew that Eichel wasn't on the team anymore. But Thompson is at plus 6,600, the same odds as Eichel, the same odds as Vladimir Tarasenko, Willie Nylander, Matt Duchesne, uh, Evgeny Malkin, better odds than former Sabres Ryan O'Reilly, Evander Kane. How about Elias Pettersson? Better odds than Sidney Crosby and Mitch Marner. Now, a lot of these guys are more playmakers, but it really speaks to how highly thought of he is as a shooter and as a goal scorer. 
that Thompson is in some pretty good territory, one spot below Nikita Kucherov in the odds. So Thompson, long shot odds to win the Rocket. I don't think he possesses the 50-plus goal potential that you need to win it. So I would not personally take this bet, but it's a fun one. This is a fun one to put a couple of bucks down on. How about the Calder Trophy? Calder Trophy odds are super interesting. And it's because this is the award the Sabres have the most bodies involved in. You're going to have to stay tuned, though, to find out where Owen Power ranks, Jack Quinn. Is there another Sabre listed? This is the award for the Sabres this year to think about the most. The Calder Trophy given to the most outstanding rookie. We'll do that. When we come back here on the Locked on Sabres podcast, and coincidentally, our sponsor for today's show is Bet Online, where we are getting all of these odds that we are talking about right now. And it's not just hockey. Bet Online is your number one source for football betting information all season long. Find the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on any game you could find. I use Bet Online a lot. For my fantasy lineups, I go there to find out, okay, is Christian McCaffrey playing? He missed a couple of practices. Is Jameis Winston playing? Do I want to play Jarvis Landry or not? Because is it Winston or is it Dalton? Go to bet online. You find it's actually a good way to decide for lineups. You can look at over-unders for the week. Hmm, do I want to play Raheem Mostert? This is actually a decision I had. It's a very weak running back room on this fantasy team. But would I rather play Raheem Mostert or Rex Burkhead? How am I supposed to know who to play between Raheem Mostert and Rex Burkhead? Here's a good way to do it. Go to Bet Online, check what they're listed at for their over-unders. How many? Oh, Raheem Mostert over under 39 and a half rushing yards. Rex Burkhead over under 33 and a half rushing yards. I'm gonna go with Mostert. Give it, give, put it, give, put Bet Online. Make it there. Your uh, make them your tiebreaker uh, for your fantasy lineups. Fastest and easiest way to check all your favorite games and events. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online where the game starts. Jody Biasi back here on the locked on Sabres podcast, our 2022, 23 betting bonanza. One of my favorite shows of the year. How about the Calder trophy, the league's most outstanding rookie. And this is the award for the Sabres. They have more players listed here than any other award. And they have more players listed near the top than any other award. So I'll put it up on our screen for you. Because there's a couple of guys to look at here. We've got Owen Power here. Bet Online did accidentally put an S in there. That's okay. We'll forgive them. It's Owen Power, not Owen Powers. But plus 450. Power, second in the odds to win the Calder Trophy, only behind Mason McTavish. That's the only guy. Maddie Beneers right behind Powers. William Eklund behind that. Those are the big guns that are going for the Calder Trophy. Power among them. Power is second in the odds. I don't love power for this bet. I'm not going to lie. And here's why. This is the type of award where voters that don't watch the Sabres night in and night out might lose track of the value that power really brings. And what they will do is to overcompensate for that is look at the stats. They'll look at the point totals. That happens with the Norris Trophy every year. Brent Burns was a Norris Trophy because he had 88 points. Was he ever the best defenseman in hockey? No chance. But the numbers go a big way to winning awards like this. So what does that look like for Owen Power? He's not going to get top power play minutes. And to me, that's where the story begins and ends. Darlene will be getting the power play minutes. So Darlene, to me, is going to be racking up the assist totals, not power. Power will put up good numbers, I think, maybe in the 30 to 40 point range in his first season with some upside to go a little bit higher. But 
because he's going to have limited power play minutes and limited offensive zone starts because that's also going to be given to Darlene, I would imagine. I think Powers' numbers get deflated just a little bit by his usage, and I don't think he'll win the award. But I think we'll be arguing at the end that he was the best rookie. And we might be frustrated at the end of the season that he doesn't win it because his numbers aren't high enough. But we'll know, hey, he was dominant. He was awesome. And for his defensive play. So, Owen Power plus 450. Jack Quinn down the list a little bit here, but not too far down the list. Just behind Marco Rossi at plus 1600 to win the Calder Trophy. In fact, Jack Quinn's odds are the exact same as first overall pick. Yura Slavkovsky of the Montreal Canadiens. I like Quinn more for this bet than I do power. I think Quinn could show up right away after a historically good AHL season with the Amherst and put up 30 plus goals as a rookie, 50 to 60 points as a rookie with some upside to even go higher than that. I think sky's the limit for Jack Quinn and sky's the limit for Jack Quinn offensively. And that is what you need to win awards is the offensive numbers because there's a flaw in the system in that voters don't watch all of these games and they just look at the, at the the surface stats. Not even the in-depth stats, the surface stats. So because of that, I like Jack Quinn as a bet more than I do own power. Plus, you're getting way better odds at plus 1,600. Much further down the list, if you scroll way down, is J.J. Paterka, who might even start the year in Rochester. If you want to throw a, a <laughs> couple bucks on a deep shot in J.J. Paterka, uh, you're getting paid out a lot more, but again, the risk is baked into that because Quinn, we have a, we're pretty darn sure he's going to be with the Sabers. Power, we know is going to be with the Sabers. Paterka, it might be 50-50 right now to whether he starts the year in Buffalo or in Rochester. So those are your Calder Trophy odds listed at Bet Online for the Buffalo Sabers. The next award we will talk about is the Norris Trophy for the league's top defenseman. How do the Sabres fare in that regard for the 22-23 season? Rasmus Dahlin, uh, way down the list as the first Sabre listed at plus 5,000. And then Owen Power much further down at plus 10,000. I don't think Power, again, will have the numbers for this. So at 10,000, I guess. What the hell? Do it. It's so it's such a long shot. But Dahlin, I do think, is actually possible. I would not bet. I would not think it's going to happen. But some chance. Could it happen? Could he surprise? Yeah. Because he's going to put up huge numbers. He's going to get the power play minutes. And if he could do what he did from December on from last season, but he could do it for a whole 82 games and the team gets better and the goalie gets better and he's the best player on a team that shocks everybody. Think about it that way. If the Sabres make the playoffs and they stun everybody by doing it, and that's possible, who's going to get the credit? Now, the coach is going to get probably most of the credit and we'll get to the Jack Adams award in a second. But... If Darlene is the best player on a team that shocks everyone and makes the playoffs, he'll have a shot at the Norris Trophy. I truly believe that. But again, the numbers will have to come with it. I think his formula for ma- for winning the Norris is say the Sabres stun everybody by making the playoffs. He's the best player on a team that stuns everybody, and he gets 90-plus points. I think the point total has to be that high for him to get that award maybe if you talk high 80s there's a there's this outcome where he does it but for it to be overwhelming in favor of Darlene, i think it's got to be the 90 point territory how about the jack adams award i just mentioned the formula for Darlene to win it the formula for don granado is pretty damn simple 
He's just got to make the playoffs. And if Don Granado makes the playoffs, I do believe he will be the Jack Adams award winner. I don't think he'll win it if they don't. And that's why he's a little bit further down in the odds. But we've got Jack Adams, or excuse me, we've got Don Granado at plus 2,500 to win the Jack Adams. Same odds, Todd McClellan of the LA Kings, right behind Craig Berube of the St. Louis Blues, just above Daryl Sutter of the Calgary Flames. If the Sabres make the playoffs, and because they don't have a superstar player like a Jack Eichel to hoard all the credit, I do believe that Don Granato will be the Jack Adams winner if the Sabres make the postseason because of the build of the team and, again, not having that uh, that dynamic superstar to be a part of it. He's plus 2,500. Now, how about the flip side of that? Don Granato to be the first coach fired. He is seventh in the odds at plus 1,200. Now, this award's actually interesting around the league. Sheldon Keith, the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, is the favorite to be the first coach fired. That's very interesting. Lindy Ruff of the New Jersey Devils, who maybe barely survived last season, is third in the odds at plus 750. I love Lindy. I hope that he gets it going in New Jersey because I love him and I, I want to I want to see it work there. But sadly, I think he'd be my pick. I think Lindy would be my pick because he's on a short leash in New Jersey. It has not worked yet. And, you know, I, I can just see it happening. Uh, Granado, though, his odds being twice as good to be the first coach fired as opposed to win the Norris or the Jack Adams. I don't agree with that. I think Granado, honestly, is more likely to win the Jack Adams than he is to be the first coach fired. Um, and that is because I think he has a lot of fans in that organization. He's a lot of fans in the fan base. And that will change if they don't meet expectations and they plateau or even regress. That will certainly change. But um, I really do think, I really do think that Granado is in good standing with the organization and it would take them finishing like last place for him to get fired. And I do not think that is within the realm of possibility. A couple other awards, you know, throw them in here. They are listed. Uh, actually only one other who we have Sabres listed and that is for, they don't have a Vesna or a heart trophy. They do have a Vesna nominee. In fact, they have two, both Eric Comrie and Craig Anderson near the bottom of the list at plus 10,000. Not betting on either one of them to uh, have any type of shot. So Comrie would be the one I would go with, not Anderson. I can't believe that age he would play enough games to win it. But Comrie, sure, you know, plus 10,000. What could go wrong? All right. Your betting bonanza. A lot of juicy stuff in there. The Calder Trophy, again, is the one that we'll be tracking the most uh, throughout the season. Uh, and if the Sabres are good, we'll be talking Jack Adams. But you could bet your bottom line on us talking uh, Calder Trophy odds throughout the season as power Quinn and Paterka are all going to be uh, talked about in that regard. All right. When we come back four through six in our Sabres money and powerless, stay tuned. Jody Biasi here on the locked on Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Let's keep going on our Sabres money and powerless four through six, the most influential and important individuals in the Buffalo Sabres organization. We left off at number six. Number six is Matthew Savoy, the highest upside offensively in the organization, in my opinion, the ninth overall pick of the Buffalo Sabres. He is a fun player, a dynamic player, crazy good hands, crazy good shot. I think the potential for him to be a 90-plus point player is higher than anybody else in the Sabres organization. and includes guys on the team right now like Tage Thompson uh, and guys that are down in the system. Um I think he's the most likely first-line center. 
for this team. And the Sabres need a franchise centerman. You need a top-level defenseman. You need a top-level center. And they have the top-level defenseman, but they do not have the top-level center at this point in time. So I've got Matthew Savoy because of the upside and because he plays a position and he gives you hope at a role that the Sabres do not currently have an answer to, and that is who is the franchise center. Number five in our list is Sabres general manager Kevin Adams, the builder. He brings everything together. Kevin Adams empowers the likes of Don Granado and, and Sam Ventura, Jason Carmanos, and Jerry Fortin. He empowers them all. It is up to him to listen to guys like Ventura and Carmanos. He needs to be the one that is taking the advice of the analytics people and is putting it into action. And for that, you need a GM that is open to listening to guys like that. And Adams has been to this point in time. And to me, that is enormous. Also, so far, so good on some of the massive trades he has made. Jason Bottrell got off on the wrong foot and his whole GM tenure was cursed because he screwed up the Ryan O'Reilly trade. But Adams, he's off on the right. He needed to get off on the right path. And he did that with the Jack Eichel trade that looks very good so far. He got that with the Ristolainen trade. We crushed it with the value on that. We knew it from the start. And we'll see on the Reinhardt trade. That, that doesn't look great right now because Reinhardt has been so dominant with the Panthers um, and the Sabres have a goalie prospect that we have to wait and see on and a first-round pick that was so late in the packing order. Um, we'll have to see what becomes of Yuri Kulich and Devin Levi for that. Number four in our Sabres money and power list is the owner, Terry Pagula, the owner of the Buffalo Sabres. The long-term stability of this franchise and it being here in Buffalo is Terry Pagula decides how much resource will be put into the team. And again, this is more a ranking on you have this much influence, this much impact. And that doesn't have to mean it's always good because there might be some questioning right now of how much resources are being put into the Sabres. But because Terry Pagula is a, you know, 50% of that equation, uh, he deserves to be number four. He empowers the guy that empowers everybody else. He's the guy above Kevin Adams. Um, so because of that, Terry Pagula makes the list at number four. We'll get to our top three in our Sabres Money and Power list on our next episode. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Again, we'll uh, cover the Sabres preseason as it rolls along here and we get closer to uh, what the final roster is going to be. At Sneaky Joe Sports, follow me on Twitter, at JR Hanskin, to follow Jordan Hanskin, who will, uh, again, be a regular part once the season gets rolling. N thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On Experts giving you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.